Hello. At CD Media, we are literally the tip of the spear. From Ukraine to the vaccine to Brazil, we've been at the tip of the spear on all these stories early. So if you want to know what's going on in the world early, before the rest of the news catches up, watch CD Media. But you know what? We have to make money. So we do have ads on the sites. But I know people don't like pop-up ads. They don't like ads. It's a problem. I mean, you get them on your phone, etc. If you don't like ads, you can sign up for our no ad subscription, which is a few bucks a month. You get access to all of our sites, not just CD Media, but the Manhattan, the Miami Independent, the Connecticut Sentinel, the Georgia Record, Armed Forces Press, Tsarism overseas in Eastern Europe, and CDM Espanol if you speak Spanish. So all of these sites are available with no ads. So sign up for our no ad subscription. You can find it on the websites. There's a pop-up and also in the top menu. And, and pay us a few bucks a month. Support free media. Support your children's future. Support the fight against the corrupt media narrative. Thank you very much. And now let's get to our guest. Welcome to a special edition of the Georgia 2024 show. We're going to be doing these more and more often as the election cycle gets closer. And uh, because there's a lot happening in the Georgia legislature, especially right now, and the mental health bill is raising its ugly head and we're going to have an in-depth discussion right now we're going to bring in our colleague bill quinn who you are probably very familiar with now but also grassroots activist and concerned citizen in forsyth april dukes mcdaniel welcome april and bill hey. it's great to be here thank you todd hey good afternoon todd how are you so uh this thing is getting worse and worse as we find out more and more about it. So, uh, Bill, do you want to lead off what the discussion is going to be here? Sure. Well, the expert the expert in the room for this stage is uh, is April. So, one, thank you for making time for us, uh, April. This is probably one of the most important things we've heard about um, coming out of the current uh, uh, bills under consideration. So, um, Earlier today, um, uh, several of the uh, grassroots uh, groups made statements and brought out things. There was a particular communique that uh, that we actually uh, uh, brought out to the public that talks about the actual words that are in the document. And like everything else, it seems like you know the devil's in the details and, and good choice of terms in this case. Um, so when you when you look at it, there seems to be some language that. Um, is very concerning, especially as it relates to um, parental rights, uh, what can happen to family members and other things. Have you seen that and sort of what is, what's your read on, on that function and part of the bill? Um, I, I have seen that and, and I'll be very honest, um, you know, words do matter and how things are defined in legislation really does matter. Um, I guess I was astounded to see that, you know, in this piece of legislation, the government has the right to confine a family member, um, even a minor, to an involuntary mental health facility evaluation. And that is, you know, with just two simple, you know, strokes of a pen, I could be taken away or and or your child my, or my child yeah. or my child yeah. and i guess my concern is these two people or two you know individuals would not even be revealed to me their identities would be concealed um i'm not okay with that i, I don't think any citizen if they truly knew what 
what this piece of legislation said would be okay with that. Well, who also, you know, with, uh, as I understand it, it's two folks simply by putting, you know, putting together a, a, an affidavit saying, oh, we believe this person needs to be evaluated. Who, who could those people be? I mean, it, they could be anybody, you know, I, I guess I'm, I'm not sure based on the, the wording in the bill, you know, who these two individuals could be, but, you know, I start thinking, I have three children, you know, in Forsyth County schools, and I start thinking, gosh, you know, could it be a teacher? Could it be a student? Um, another parent? Could it be, you know, anyone in the community who may think that there's a mental illness there? You, yeah. you know, like what? I, I don't know. I guess that is just crossing the line for me. Um, as far as my privacy, my freedoms, <laughs> um, definitely concerning. Yeah, having raised kids myself, I I can only imagine what what a parent might experience getting a a phone call if they even got a phone call saying, "Oh, your child or your family member has been um, taken to a facility." And my immediate reaction would be, "Why?" Or what even think of think of well, a phone call like you know, we think your child may be having problems. And if you show up at the school board meeting and protest again, maybe there might be a mental health trip for your child oh, in the goodness. future. Sure. Uh, no, yeah. and, and that is very concerning. Um, you know, I mm -hmm. have spoken at school board meetings and, uh, you know, I, I also, you know, have been censored on social media um, within mm -hmm. the past two years. And, mm -hmm. and um, it's like, do we even have a voice anymore? <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. um, I remember um, somebody mentioning that uh, there were going potentially an introduction of clinics actually within schools. Yes. And uh, so what does that seem in your mind to uh, make this uh, worse? Does it, does it open new questions on all of this? Oh, absolutely. And I think that's, you know, that's why I'm here because, you know, this was, I believe, right. This was during the ele um, election uh, season last, I believe, October, November, when, uh, Kemp, you know, came out and talked about the expansion of the school-based health clinics in Georgia. And right away, you know, I, I be became a little concerned um, simply because the school is not the place, you know, to, the government does not need to bring school and health and, and put them together. You know, public-private partnerships is not okay. Um, it, you know, circumventing parents' rights. And I've also, you know, learned that they're, they're intending to, or planning to bring in more school counselors, um, more, I guess, uh, mental health uh, practitioners or providers, whatever that looks like um, into these schools um, for this mental health crisis that apparently we have. Um, and no discount, I'm not discounting that at all. Um, but I just, we have to be very careful with, with what we are allowing to happen. Yeah. Never. That's a good word, allowing to happen, because that's what we're doing is yeah. allowing it to happen. Sure. It's exactly right. That's one, <clears throat> one of the one of the kudos that goes to you and, and folks like April is being willing to speak out and 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 relate what you're seeing because you see it best. It 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 has sure. direct bearing on you and your family and others. Sure. Um what you mentioned um folks that might challenge an individual might might not be visible to 
the public. Did I hear the word actually their names would be redacted in some of this so nobody could see who was making such charges? Yeah, I mean, base again, going back to the the language in the bill, that's that is that's what it reads. So I, I mean, I would highly recommend every Georgia citizen to go and, and read this. Yeah. This is very important. I've, I've heard some people say, well, parts of this have existed before they, you know, some of this isn't that that new. I don't uh, know anything about redaction and people being able to send other people into mental evaluation. No, that that has never existed before. So that that is not correct. Um, you know, names being redacted, no, that's never. And how can that even be constitutional, actually? Yeah. You know, no, I, I mean, I mean, there's all kind of Bill of Rights issues there, I would think. Yeah, I mean, it yeah. sounds like something just yeah. completely not going to not going to end up with a good good outcome. So um, another area that I've, I've heard spoken of is the notion of immunity for practitioners and others involved in in this whole schema of programs. Mm -hmm. um, have, have you gotten a read on that? And how does that play into all of this? No, I, you know, I mean, and again, going back to the way that, you know, the words in the bill and any mental health care provider would be immune from all, all liability. And that includes criminal or negligent, you know, treatment, mental health treatment. Uh, and I think uh, coming off of the pandemic, yeah, exactly. that kind of concerns me a little bit because, you know, we've got some, some bigger issues out there with, with big pharma and immunity and, and all that. That's stuff. why the, the pandemic was allowed to happen because they had immunity sure. and the vaccine yeah. push. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's almost interesting that it would be here. It comes baked in again. Didn't we learn our lesson? I thought I thought we had perhaps, but maybe not quite yet. Um, the um, another thing that I again I'm I'm kind of drawing on a bunch of different conversations and things I've heard over the last few weeks. But there's there seems to be a notion of monitoring of individuals. Um, in some cases. Um, uh, while, you know, while under scrutiny or so forth. In other cases, even beyond that, um, how does this monitoring aspect kind of, kind of sit with you? Uh, well, <laughs> not very well. Um, I guess that is uh, I guess what intentions are based on what I'm reading from this piece of legislation. Uh, I am also reading that, you know, from the monitoring, there will be possibly a, a central database where all this information is going. And um, gosh, like, I just don't know when they are going to learn their lesson. These legislators like this data is the hot topic these days, and no one wants their data taken. Um, I, again, I, I think it goes back to you know, my privacy, my freedom. And, and I certainly don't want anyone tracking my children. Um, so it's very concerning. And, and I think that, you know, we, we have to, we have to make a big deal out of this. We have to ask more questions um, and get more people to understand what is being presented here in this piece of legislation. 
could could this monitoring data and other stuff that they gather be shared with other um, entities? Oh, absolutely. And and again, this is the according to the bill. This it's a public private partnership. So how do you how do you audit that? How do you regulate that? How do you protect that? Well, the historical name for public private partnerships is called fascism, where the government and corporations get together to control the people. So. Um, People need to be aware of what's going on. Just because it has a different name doesn't mean it's it's something different. Correct. Yeah. There's there's talk of um, special accommodations for criminal offenders to do with uh, housing and availability of housing. Um, can you uh, can you expand on what you've learned there, please? Um, yeah, sure. You know, I will say it's very vague, but you know, the wording in the in the piece of legislation is very vague, but um, it seems, the way that I'm reading it, it seems that a federal and private donors, as far as landlords, there may be some sort of incentive program, um, which, you know, it, it's very unclear. I, I think I would like to see something a little bit more, um, I guess, uh, clear as to what, you know, so many different situations, I guess, could come from that. But the federal government, as well as our, you know, state government coming and bribing landlords, I don't know, that's where my mind goes. It's like bribing landlords to allow, you know, mentally ill criminals to take up housing. Yeah. Well, it might be might be described as incentives, but you have to wonder about the um, the intent behind many of these moves that folks make, right? Yeah, and I just don't understand how that can be safe for our communities. Um, yeah. You know, it's and and even in Forsyth County, we have tons of um, you know apartment complexes going up now, so okay. it's it's concerning. Sure do. Every time I turn around, there's another big piece of land being That's cleared. That's right. And, right. and I'm thinking to myself, I don't think that's for homes. I think that's for, well, it's homes, but they are homes in the form of little, you know, apartments. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, you mentioned the word earlier, audit. Um, what, and, and of course, this is particularly poignant right now because so many people are questioning, you know, the money that's being spent on certain things like Ukraine, no mm -hmm. audit tracking, no audit reporting, no nothing. We don't know where it's going. And then... Um, what is what what if any audit processes exist for what sounds like it could reach into the billions of dollars with uh, the implementation of this bill? Yeah, you know, um, Bill, I have not. There is no auditing process. I, I mean, no auditing process for the millions, maybe billions of dollars that will be spent on these mental health. You know, this mental health program. Um, I mean, not to mention prescriptions, um, you know, marketing and advertising, all that stuff. Um, I, I guess the central database. I mean, there's so much that could go wrong and that I, the oversight and auditing is, you know, non-existent. That sounds concerning to me. Oh, very much so. Very concerning, much so. Concerning with a capital C. <laughs> yeah, very, very concerning. Um, you know, I, I feel like they're trying to rush this piece of legislation you know, mm -hmm. through, and I, I don't understand that either. I, I would like to, 
be able to really, you know, get it right if you're trying to help people and, you know, correct the mental health issues that we have um, in the community. But, you know, this is not not okay. It does seem, speaking of speed, it does seem remarkable that they were able to uh, have it pass through um, its uh, the committee in which it was introduced uh, and then rules and then the floor and was, unless yeah. I'm mistaken, one of the first bills to make it all the way through that process um, well in advance of uh, Monday, which uh, uh, is called crossover day where bills move from one chamber to the other mm -hmm. and, and did so with such speed and, and so much support. I mean, it kind of begs the question, where were where was the public input during the process? Was there time for that? Did people even know what was happening? Yeah, uh, no, I, and I mean, this reminds me of the beginning of this that uh, from last year, last legislative session, which was actually the first time that I even, you know, began to follow, you know, what, what laws are being written in Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the mental, I'm, I'm speaking of um, the mental health parity bill that um, came through last session. Yes. Um, we'll probably end up talking more about that sometime in the future, but it's sure. for, for uh, folks' uh, knowledge, it's often referred to as Bill 10, 8, uh, 1013. Is that correct? That's correct. 1013. Yeah. So underpinning kind of all of this is this notion of mental health. So there's there's two questions I've I've heard um, in, in the last few days. One is, is it true that according to this bill, the definition of what mental health really is, and and associated definitions, really may not exist and probably won't exist until December. No, that is correct. I mean, it's line ninety three to ninety five, Bill, in this piece of legislation in. You know, it specifically states that the definition of mental health will not be created until December the 1st of this year, 2023. Goodness gracious. That is, I mean, first and foremost, you define something. You would think, how, if you, you can't define it, how do you know you have this big a problem? Right. How do you legislate when you can't? Per, perhaps anything? there's another agenda to get this passed besides the mental health issue. Yeah. You know, well, I mean, I, so. I guess we, we would have to wonder. We should mm -hmm. wonder and we mm -hmm. should be very concerned. Yeah. So we've, we've covered a few aspects. I'm sure this is not going to be the last conversation we have on this. But I bet um, folks, when they hear some of this, especially the you know, the implications for their own families, their own children may want to take action, weigh in. What would what would you suggest as appropriate steps for folks um, if um, they want to get if, one, if they want to get more information to if they want to weigh in with the people that represent them? I'm sure I, I would absolutely. You know, if you do not know your representative or senator, now is the time to introduce yourself. Um, this you know, piece of legislation has crossed over, like you said, so now it is in the Senate. Um, so you should be calling your senators and letting them know that we, the, the public does not want this. Georgia citizens do not want this piece of legislation. We need, we have more answer or more questions than answers. Um, and you know, we need a lot, we need more clarity on, on what you know, our taxpayer money is being spent on. Um, and, you know, this 
big piece of legislation that is to study, you know, create a massive database, um, housing for criminal offenders, you know, I mean, what have you, it's, it's not okay. And we have got to make, we've got to make the senators feel the heat. Yeah, that's the only way. I, I've, uh, you mentioned calling, I think, uh, do you, do you find calling is more effective than emailing? I do. Um, I will say I have gotten very few responses from email. Um, I almost always get, you know, someone on the line when I call, whether it is their, you know, their assistant working in the office or whatnot. Um, I would also, I would say if you have the opportunity to make, you know, to show up at the Capitol, uh, when these things are, you know, when they're debating these things or that these are um, legislation is, you know, the hearings, uh, whatnot, then, you know, be brave and go. Um, there is a process where you can go to what they call the ropes and ask to speak to um, a senator or a representative and, um, and they have to come out to you. So I would say, you know, to the public, if you have not been out there, if you have not, um, you know, taken part in any of those things, you know, it's time to get activated and it's time to, you know, to, to take part in helping us, um, you know, fix some of these things. Yeah. One other thing, because I've done it myself a time or two uh, that, that folks can consider doing is actually making public comment in some of the meetings. So the committees often will save some time for public comment. Um, the process often is um, they will put out a sheet, ask people to sign up, and then they'll take as many as they have time for. That often isn't many, but if you're expeditious in getting your name on the list and have comments put together, you often can be heard by the committee looking at the bill during during its examination. Uh, often, often that, no worries. We're all dog people. Uh, <laughs> even the even the puppies are upset by five twenty. Is where yes, I think they are. Um, uh, once you, once your name is on the list, usually they only give you two minutes, maybe three, because okay. we're limited. But if you have some thoughts and uh, and have done your homework, it's pretty easy to put questions in front of uh, the members of the committee that that they have to and should consider in looking at the bill. And the, and the things that you've talked about today to me seem like, you know, they're, they're super important questions. And maybe we find out that not every member of the uh, um, Georgia Assembly has considered these things. It is a 44 page bill. It's got a lot of, uh, mm -hmm. a lot of detail to it. Sure. And hopefully we can help them understand the concerns and, and rightfully so. So that would be a, that I think um, one other step to consider. I, um, I know this is not the last time we're going to be speaking together. So again, uh, thank you, Todd. You want to you want to close this out? Yeah, sure. We'll uh, be back on our regu regular schedule uh, Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern for the Georgia 2024 show. And thank you, April, for coming on. I'm sure, as Bill said, we'll we'll have you back because this issue is not going away. Thank you very thank much. Thank you very much for having right. me. Take care. Bye.